Welcome to Teach Out Loud Podcast, where we highlight all the amazing educators in our state and beyond that are making a difference every day for kids. Teach Out Loud is about bringing your passion and your best self to what you are doing every day. It's trying new things, sharing ideas, and being the best version of you. It's living life to the fullest, growing, and not being afraid to take those risks. Come on this journey with us and teach out loud. I'm Travis Lape. And I'm Lisa Norris. And together we are on a journey to share and highlight amazing things happening in schools today. Welcome to our very first podcast of Teach Out Loud. The goal for Teach Out Loud podcast is going to highlight all of the amazing educators in our state and beyond. We feel educators need to have a place to showcase their talents, share their ideas, discuss those hot topics, and even solve obstacles they may be facing. Educators need someone in their corner, and they need to be celebrated for the life-changing calling they have chosen. We're all in this together, so why not accentuate the positive as often as we can? The people who have chosen education are the best support system and cheering section we can have for each other because we face the same challenges every day. Teach Out Loud reminds us that every educator is making a difference. They're sharing their passions and changing lives one moment at a time. Everyone has a unique style and rhythm in how they work with learners, and we want to have everyone share their voice because we all have something of value in what we're doing. But Lisa, to me, educators are thinking that what they're doing isn't important. True. You know, I mean, I think of all the celebrations that educators have, if it's teacher of the year, uh, district teacher of the year, and they compare themselves to those educators and say, I'm not that, or I'm not good enough. Or all those Pinterest and Etsy oh, teachers. yes. My classroom isn't Pinterest pretty, and so I can't take right. pictures of what my classroom is looking like. Right. You know, they, they, they feel as they cannot be compared to the teacher of the year or someone in their own area, down the hallway, the classroom. But this is absolutely not true, and that's why Teach Out Loud, we are excited to be on that journey because not all of us will have a trophy and award sitting no. on our shelf of what we're doing for kids every day. But all of us are doing something important that needs to be shared. Yeah, when we're talking about this, it really made me think of, have you ever heard the book Wonder or saw the movie? Yes. Yes, okay, it's one of my favorites. Every year in Team Norris, we would read Wonder at the beginning of the year, and we'd talk about kindness, and we learned so many amazing values and things from it, but there's two things that stand out. One, what do you think about this? You can't blend in when you were born to stand out. I, I think that's, I think teachers need to embrace that. Yes. Because I think too often we might, we do compare ourselves to the teacher next door. So if we keep our door shut yeah. and I keep it quiet in here, nobody really knows then what's happening in my room when really there's probably some really incredible learning Amazing. and opportunities that kids are experiencing in there. They just don't feel quite confident enough because the person next door is the one putting it out on Twitter right. or sharing it on Facebook and right. they see all the likes and all the favorites and they say, ah, but that's not me. Right. And not all of us are social media, media friendly either, you know? Absolutely. So, and then the other quote that I totally love is that I think there should be a rule that everyone in the world get a standing ovation at least once in their lives. I totally love that because, like, how cool would it be if you're teaching in your classroom and I just got done talking about the American Revolution and then my class would stand up and applaud. I get a standing ovation. I don't know how he would react to that. <laughs> or if you were a professor or, I mean, or even better yet, if it was a learner who got up to do a math problem and he solves it and all of his classmates gave him a standing ovation. I mean, that feeling would just be, I'm getting goosebumps right now, seriously, just thinking about it because that would just be a great thing to do and for everybody to experience. And I would think it would just be really inspiring. So, And I think those ideas that you just shared are things that can happen. 
Yes. Like th- those are minor things. That's not a curriculum thing we're asking about. No. It's a culture thing. It's a relationship building thing. And I think sometimes we forget that we're in the relationship business. Right. Because we just got done taking our NWA district assessments <laughs> and here's our data. And now we start to put kids in pockets and we try to start to support them because we want them to grow. We want them to help them. Right. But maybe we didn't do enough in the front loading of the relationship side of things. Right. You, I right. mean, there's so much rela- there's so much research out there that talks about relationships tied back to the academic gains of a learner. Oh. And yes. like, how do we leverage that? And I think right. it's I think it's those little things. Like, how do you build totally. a culture of a kid took a risk today, persevered at the board, got a math problem right, and just naturally all the kids stood up and applauded. Right. Right. That is when you know you built your team. They feel safe, they feel confident, and they know that you're all in this together and you're all working together as a team. And then even as your colleagues, your teachers, like, hey, I love your bulletin board. Hey, I like what you did with this lesson. Hey, come in and talk to me. Let's solve this problem together. And then it's relationship with admin, getting them to come into your classroom and talk to them. So, yeah, definitely a lot of power in there. I think this is exciting that we have the opportunity to highlight some of these educators that maybe aren't going to have that trophy on the shelf. Right. But... We know on the ground floor, they're doing some incredible things. Every day, someone should be getting a standing ovation in their school. That would be so cool. Wouldn't it be cool oh if all gosh. the principals listening I, would like think about, oh, whose room should I go in today and we'll give them a standing ovation? Come on, principals. Get out there. That would be great. It's, it's all about building up your staff and getting them to believe in themselves. Yes. Just as our teachers are believing in kids that maybe sometimes don't believe in themselves. Right. So Teach Out Loud is going to amplify voices. It's going to give teachers an opportunity to share the great things happening. Yes. But at the heart of it, you know, Lisa, it's our why. And so can you maybe, just so our audience can start to get a a feel for who we are, what's your why of becoming an educator and being in this profession? Uh, My why has always been that um, my quote unquote is, my mission was to glorify God by positively impacting the lives of my students. And I wanted to go and do this. I wanted to be life changing. And I think every teacher who goes into the profession is, I want to save somebody. I want to make a difference. (laughs) I want to be that teacher. And and we can, and we can do that. But um, there's so many wonderful things that come along with education. And sometimes we have to remember what our why is because there is going to be tough times. There is going to be things. And then I changed a little bit because this year, after teaching for over 20 years, I moved to a new position of being a mentor for the new mentees in the school district. And it was a hard decision because I was going to miss all my classroom fun and building those relationships with those students because they're lifelong relationships. But I've been doing this for a month and building these relationships with these young teachers has been so powerful and seeing them take ownership and grow and you can just see the passion like oozing out of them because they're these you know what I mean they're yep, these new teachers yep. and so to keep that fire going and help them and support them I totally have changed my why and I'm just super excited about this so because you know that fire does dim oh that a fire can dim <laughs> sometimes you need your friends to light that match for you yeah. because oh yeah it's tough it's it tough it and is. that's why it's so important that I think with this teach out loud that we're going to have those teachers in the area supporting each other and maybe make some new connections or, hey, I have the same story as you, you know, but I'm curious. I've never heard your why, Travis. What's, yeah. your, what's your why? You know, I, I was very blessed uh, growing up in Marion, a small school, K-12, all one building. Um, but I had the opportunity throughout my high school career never to really take a study hall. And if, when I did have a study hall in my schedule, I always went down to fourth, fifth or sixth grade classrooms and just was an aide. And so uh-huh. I 
I help kids out, but I that got me excited about teaching. But what really showed me a, the world or what was out there was there was a couple of teachers in my school once I got to high school that got me plugged into things and, oh. and made sure that I was active in not only the athletic side of things, but the fine arts and even active in some of our CTSOs. So I was at, very active in our FFA. Awesome. And it just opened up the doors to show me that there there was more out there besides just Marion, South Dakota. Right. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, my parents worked full-time jobs. We didn't necessarily always take a family vacation. And so being able to travel to Louisville or being able to travel to Indianapolis to the National FFA. Say, FFA, and, go like, FFA. Yeah. Like it, it, it opened up the door. I mean, for the very first time as a sophomore in high school, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky by myself right. trying to navigate, okay, when do I eat? When do, you know, right. all those things that independently we have to do. Um, and you couldn't have done if those teachers hadn't pointed you in the right direction. And they, and they saw something in me that I didn't see myself. Right. You know, and that I think was the biggest thing is, is that they kept pouring into me, even when I maybe was like, uh, I don't know if that's what's best for me. I mean, I still remember my advisor saying, hey, Travis, you should run for a state office. And I'm thinking to myself, still, <laughs> like, I am the like, city what? boy. Like, I am not on the farm. Like, I, cows, sows, and plows are not my thing. Like, I don't know how to relate to that. Um, but I didn't know how to relate to the leadership side of FFA sure, and sure. be a part of parliamentary procedure and being a district and a state uh, chapter officer, I had those connections. So, I mean, it was really those intentional relationships, kind of as we talked Again, earlier yeah. in the show, they cared enough to meet that. And so my why is like finding our kids in, in our district that maybe have that same outlook of like what's what's out there past Harrisburg right? and try to show them that there is something more. They, oh, they, sure. they can go to college or they can go to a two-year. You know what? Maybe it's you going right into the workforce and let's provide some opportunities so you see what's out there. Right. And there's, so there's a quote that I go back. It says, um, my teacher thought I was smarter, so I was. Yes. You know, that totally fits exactly with what you're saying because people can see so much in you that you don't even know that you're making these changes or making these differences in people's lives, you know? So absolutely. I think we should tell our, our um, listeners out there. Yes. That they should be thinking about their why, like everybody out there. Think about your why, why is it you became an educator or what's empowering you? What's, what's your passion about and write it down. Like mine's hanging in my office. Do you have your why hanging somewhere, Travis? Or I don't. But after talking, <laughs> like I, I need to get my why hung. Um, because have, I, I, I think you bring up a good point with with hanging it. Yes. So that it's visible. Visual. Like you can, like on the roughest day, the toughest day, you can come back to and say, "This mm -hmm. is why I woke up this morning." Yep. I had all my mentees actually this year. That was their first thing. We had a workshop. Is they had to write their why out in a little bubble and they all put it in their room so they can refer back to that when they're struggling or when they have those down days so That's listeners we hope you're all putting your why out there and hopefully you can share with that us with that sometime that would be great if you're on social media share that hashtag teach out loud and share maybe a picture that you've hung it up in your office or in your space we'd love to see those and be able to connect with you because those are the things that ignite us um, on this podcast to share your voices. It's, yes. it's not our voice. This first episode is you getting to know us, but after that, it's not about us. <laughs> it's about the people that we have on the show that really matter. So, right. But I think, Lisa, I think it's important that we give a little space to our sponsors for the show. 
Today's Teach Out Loud podcast is brought to you by the Imaginary Copier. It never breaks down. Papers never get stuck. It always prints exactly the way you want. You never have to fill the paper tray, ink cartridge, or staple compartment. And most importantly, you never have to wait in line. The Imaginary Copier. Get yours today. Wow, what a copy machine that would be. No longer would I be walking in the staff workroom seeing Bob Marley saying, I'd be jamming, man. <laughs> right. This copier actually would work. And if, Travis, this copy existed, you and I could become billionaires and we would be moving on with our life. But yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't. No, it doesn't, unfortunately. So maybe. We got to find humor. Maybe. Yes, you have to find humor when you're a teacher, for sure. For sure. Because when that copier jams for the 20th time <laughs> in the last five minutes... You're, you're just ready to walk away. Yes, and then you have to think of your why, Travis, and you have to think of your why. But I think we need to wrap up today. Um, our viewers have been listening, and um, we need to talk about how they can get in touch with us and how Absolutely. they can think about all the people that they would love to have on our show who want to teach out loud and share their voice and their values and those kind of things. So how can they go about doing that? You know, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, look us up at teachoutloud Twenty. The reason for the 20 is because we're going to be celebrating 2020 here and the show is going to be launched in 2020. So we want to just make sure that you can find us there at Teach Out Loud 20. And we're going to put on Facebook because for old people like me, I like to put things on Facebook. I'm not the new kid on the block, but yeah. So that'll be great ways for everybody to reach out on social media. You can start networking with each other. And um, I'm super excited to start meeting all these people and learning from them and hearing their stories. I mean, storytelling is one of the best ways to reach people and to help people. And I think this is going to be a great way to do that. Like us on our social media, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Be a part of the community. Be a part of the solution. And until then, teach out loud. loud.